When I start working with somebody, one of the first questions I always ask them is, who else do you know who has type 1 diabetes? And it always shocks me. It makes me so sad that most people I work with tell me they don't know anybody and that I'm the first person with type 1 diabetes they've talked to in depth. That tells me that support is so important in people's life with type 1 diabetes and for your emotional health with type 1 diabetes. When you're around other people who get you, who can listen to you, who can help you, who can give you advice and feedback and a knowing glance, it can be so powerful for you. And that's why in this episode, we're gonna talk about how you can get the support that you need in your life with type 1 diabetes. Welcome to the Live Free with T1D podcast, brought to you by the Diabetes Psychologist. This is the only podcast where we teach you how to manage the stress type 1 diabetes like a sailboat. When you build your sailboat correctly, you will have smooth sailing with type 1 diabetes. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Heyman. On this episode of the podcast, we are talking about the crew of your sailboat. By building a strong team of people around you who can support you, your mental health is going to improve, your physical health is improve, and you'll see that anything is possible in your life with type 1 diabetes. When I tell you that you need support in your life with type 1 diabetes, what is the first thing that comes to mind? When someone asked me that same question, my answer wasn't the best. I thought about sitting with a group in the basement of a really dingy hospital, talking about our A1Cs and insulin to carb ratios, and comparing numbers and horror stories about type 1 diabetes. That really turned me off. I really didn't want to get support if that's what it meant. Little did I know that actually support with type 1 diabetes is very different, and I was very wrong. Support can be so valuable and so important for people with type 1 diabetes, and it does not have to look anything like a dingy basement of a hospital with a bunch of people who only want to talk about their A1Cs. Let's be honest. Type 1 diabetes is never and should never be a do-it-yourself condition. We need support. It's important that we don't do diabetes alone because diabetes is challenging no matter how you cut it. And the more support you have from the people in your life and people who have diabetes, the better off you're going to be. I want to talk about support and what it actually means. And I'm going to do it using a framework I call the Never Do It Yourself Framework, or T1D should never be a do-it-yourself condition framework. There are several different types of support that you have to think about. It's not just talking to people about diabetes and venting. There are a number of different types of support that I want you to consider as you're thinking about the type of support that you need and how you can get the support that's going to be most valuable for you. And to start off, let's talk about four different types of support. Those types of support are educational, emotional, logistical, and financial. And they're all really important. So what is educational support? Educational support is getting information about diabetes and how it's managed. You can get that kind of support from your doctor or diabetes educator, but you can also get that kind of support from other people with diabetes. Learning from them hacks and tricks about managing your blood sugar and how to count carbs and how to bolus correctly. Some of those things have to be learned through lived experience. And educational support can make you feel not alone, but also empower you to feel like you're competent in your diabetes management. 
Think about the last time you were stumped around diabetes. You were trying to figure out how to get off of a roller coaster or how to bolus your pizza or how not to go low during your workout. Answers to all those questions are available through the avenue of educational support. So think for a minute about the type of educational support that you could use right now. What sorts of questions do you have? And maybe more importantly, who is the best person to go to for those answers? If it's about changing your basal rates and insulin to carb ratio, that's probably a medical professional. But if it's about how to deal with certain situations in your diabetes management that only a person with type 1 diabetes can understand and can experience, maybe talking to a person with diabetes can be most helpful. I think with educational support, it's also important to recognize who not to talk to. People who don't understand diabetes or have diabetes are probably not the best people to give you that kind of support because they may give you information they think is good and think is helpful, but it's really not. And I'm sure that we all have stories about situations where that has happened. People who are very well-meaning give you the best advice that they know how, but that advice is usually pretty bad. The next type of support I want to talk about is emotional support. Emotional support is exactly what it sounds like. It is the ability to get support around the tough diabetes emotions, empathy, sympathy, and also maybe some advice and tricks about how to deal with these situations all come into emotional support. Emotional support can be venting to somebody else about the challenges of diabetes or how you're feeling burnt out or how you're just really worried about the trip you're taking next week and how you're going to manage diabetes while also eating new foods. They can give you information, but they can also just have a listening ear. And they can also let you know that what you're experiencing is normal. And they're trying to understand you and validate the fact that you're having a tough time. That validation is extremely important for people with diabetes. Emotional support can also mean being around other people with diabetes and just having a knowing look, having people who understand what you're experiencing. They may not say anything, but they get it. And that unspoken support can be extremely powerful. If you've ever been around people with diabetes, you get it. You've been been at a bar or a restaurant or a park and someone's CGM alarm goes off and no one says a word, but everyone just understands. You pull out your pen, you say, I'm high. Um, All of those things where the insider language comes into play, that type of understanding without having to explain, is extremely important for people with diabetes. If that's not something you've experienced, I would really encourage you to seek that out, either online or in person. It doesn't really matter, but you want to have that kind of support. Emotional support can also come from a friend or family member who doesn't understand diabetes, but who has the ability and the willingness to listen to you and to try to understand what it is you're experiencing. Not to try to tell you that you shouldn't be experiencing it, not to try to dismiss it, but to listen and to empathize with you to the best of their ability. Emotional support hopefully will come from your doctor as well. When you tell them that you're struggling with diabetes and that you're really having a hard time managing your blood sugars, as opposed to focusing only on the numbers, hopefully they can listen to you and help you to come to a place where you're going to be okay both physically but also emotionally giving you support resources, giving you uh, information about books or podcasts or other resources that can, that can help support you um, through the emotional challenges of diabetes. 
Another type of support that you want to focus on, and it's part of the framework, is logistical support. We all know that diabetes is not easy to manage, especially from a logistical point of view. Think of all the things you're doing on a regular basis in order to manage your diabetes. So things, of course, like counting carbs and taking insulin, but also picking up medications, picking up your insulin, ordering supplies, making sure that everything is in order. Going to doctor's appointments, um, all of those things take time, effort, and energy. And I want you to think about, are there ways that somebody can support you with the logistical aspects of diabetes? What sort of support do you need? What burden would be helpful to have lifted off of you in your life of type of diabetes around the logistics? And are there people in your life who can help you with that? I know it's not something you think about a whole lot, but what would happen if you were able to have that burden lifted, at least for some period of time, or have someone share that burden with you? Sharing the burden of logistics of diabetes is part of support and can be extremely helpful. The fourth type of support, and sometimes this is the toughest one to talk about, is financial support. We all know that diabetes is expensive. Insulin's expensive, supplies are expensive, and especially if you're using technology, that can be really expensive. And the burden of paying for this technology and also the necessary supplies can become overwhelming. We know that most people don't have somebody who can give them financial support on a whim and give them money and give them supplies. That would be great, but that's not what we're talking about here talking about is having someone to listen to you and to help you to problem solve around any financial challenges that you're having. Maybe they can't give you money or figure out a way to make something less expensive, but what they can do is listen to you and help you to think through the issues and think about how you can get to a place of resolution with the financial challenges you're having where you are. Um, Having someone to problem solve with you and to brainstorm with you can be extremely valuable. Also, your doctors can be a great source of financial support. Many of them have resources available to them from pharmaceutical companies and medical device companies that can help reduce the burden. But we also know that unless you're able to let your doctor know very transparently where you're struggling and if finances are an issue for you, they can't help you. Doctors, friends and family, for that matter, or anybody, we're not mind readers. And so in order to get the support that you need, you need to be able to ask for it and to be vulnerable, letting people know that where you're struggling. But when you're vulnerable, letting people know where you're struggling, you open yourself up to the ability to get the support that you need. So remember, the four types of support that are available to you and that you may need are educational support, emotional support, logistical support, and financial support. And I'd love to hear from you about what types of support you value and you need. So please, if you have other types of support that are helpful for you or that you need support with, please let me know. Once you identify the types of support that you may need, the next question is, who do you need support from? And your go-to answer may be, I need everybody to support me. And I get that. However, getting support from folks is important, and it's important to be able to identify the people who are going to be most helpful to support you in certain ways. I talk to people with type 1 diabetes every day, and every day is clear to me that people at T1D need a plan. They need a plan to follow to manage the emotional burden of living with diabetes. Without a plan to manage the stress, life with diabetes is overwhelming. You feel like you're drinking out of a fire hose and you have no idea how to feel steady on your feet and find the peace of mind you're looking for. 
you feel like diabetes takes away your freedom to live a normal life. A plan to manage the emotional burden of T1D is very simple. There are five frameworks you need to know. And if you know these five frameworks, you have a plan for how to deal with any stress diabetes throws your way. With this plan, you'll be clear about what you're doing right now and what you need to do next. That's exactly what you get when you join Live Free with T1D. At Live Free with T1D, I coach you to manage the stress of type 1 diabetes like a sailboat. You are the captain. The hull of the boat is your diabetes knowledge and management. The sails are your mindset, the rudder is your behavior, and your crew is your support system. If you build the five parts of your sailboat correctly, you'll be sailing smoothly with type 1 diabetes. All of that is part of the plan that's available to you when you join Live Free with T1D. Plus, as part of Live Free with T1D, I host a live coaching event every month where you get access to me and have the opportunity to ask me questions and even get personalized coaching. To join Live Free with T1D, go to www.thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash live free with T1D. That's www.thediabetespsychologist.com forward slash live free with T1D. Join other people with type 1 diabetes just like you who have a plan to find peace of mind and freedom in their lives with type 1 diabetes. So let's talk about some categories of people who you may need support from and think about the types of support that you may need from each one of those types of people. So the first category is your healthcare team. The second category are people that you're seeing every single day or on a regular basis. People like your friends or family and your coworkers. These are people who are part of your life and will be part of your life whether you have type 1 diabetes or not. And the third category are other people with type 1 diabetes. And each of these categories of people play a very important role in supporting you in your life with type 1 diabetes. So what type of support do you need from your healthcare team? Well, first of all, The obvious answer is that you need them to guide you in how to best manage your blood sugars and make sure that you're as healthy as possible. But you also need them to ask you about your emotional health. Let's be honest. Your emotional health with type 1 diabetes and your blood sugars are interrelated, and there is no way to separate them. And so if your healthcare team is not asking you about your emotional health and how you're doing and recognizing that stress and anxiety and burnout can impact your blood sugars, they're not supporting you appropriately. You want them to listen to you without interrupting you and really listen to your concerns as opposed to mandating what you must do with your diabetes management. Your relationship with the healthcare team should be a back and forth and a collaborative effort not top-down demands about what you must do. And then also, you want them to help you understand how your emotional health impacts your blood sugars. That's part of their job. Blood sugars do not exist in a silo. And of course, other factors that are happening in your life can have a big impact on your blood sugars. And so problem-solving with you and providing you education about what sorts of factors are impacting your blood sugars from the emotional side can be really valuable. From your friends and family, it can be really helpful to have someone to listen to you and someone who understands the challenges that you're going through. They know your patterns. They know your experiences on a day-to-day basis. 
And so to listen to you vent and to really listen and hear your experience. They may not be able to give you advice about what to do because they don't live with diabetes. Maybe they can, but um, to have someone who can just listen to you and be open, empathetic, and sympathetic can be really valuable. And friends and family are a great resource for that. Also, your friends and family can help you with basic diabetes management tasks, things like cooking healthy meals, going for a walk with you, helping you to think about and count the carbs, especially if they're the ones cooking the meal. So those types of actions can be really helpful on a regular basis for your family to be able to support you um, in your life with type 1 diabetes. And since your friends and family are around you on a regular basis, they can help remind you to do things to manage your diabetes well. Things like check your blood sugar, take your insulin. Now, I know that that can be challenging because you don't want them nagging you or getting on your case. But if you give them permission to support you in that way, it can be a really valuable tool to make sure that you are staying on top of your diabetes management because I know that we all forget sometimes. I certainly do. And finally, other people type on diabetes. And in my opinion, this is one of the most valuable and important aspects of support that you can get. Now, I know some of you may be thinking, the last thing that I want to do is spend time with people with diabetes. I don't want to think about diabetes any more than I already do. And spending time with people with diabetes sounds like it's going to be awful because all we'll do is talk about diabetes. Well, let me tell you something. That's actually not true. When you are around other folks with type 1 diabetes, especially folks that you identify with in other ways, diabetes is usually not the center of the conversation. You're talking about life, school, work, family, other things. And diabetes is there in the background as an unspoken thing. And that is powerful to have your CGM alert you or to pull out your insulin pump or pen and take a bolus without anybody blinking an eye can be a powerful form of support. Also, when the emotional aspects of type 1 diabetes get you down, reaching out to someone else with type 1 diabetes can be helpful because they really get it. Texting somebody about what's challenging you and having them write you back and just saying, yeah, I get it can be normalizing and validating in ways that can make you feel better. Also, people with type 1 diabetes can help you out with supplies. We've all been in a place where you're on your last sensor and you're counting down the days until the next one arrives in the mail. What if you're able to call someone that you know with diabetes or post on Facebook and say, hey, anybody have a sensor I can borrow? That may be the exact support that you need in that moment. And then of course, figuring out how to do diabetes hacks how to do this for pizza or burritos or how to exercise with diabetes. All kinds of things that only people with diabetes can really give you advice and support about can be a really valuable source of support. Even though it's not emotional support, having someone who has been there and done that before you can really help. So the question is, is now that you know what type of support is available and also who might be able to support you, you have to ask yourself, how can I get the support that I need? And I have a couple pieces of advice here. The first is to be open to it. You're not going to be able to get support unless you're open to it and willing to accept it. Many of us are very proud and we think we can do things all by ourselves. I certainly am that way sometimes. And I have to remind myself that support is important. It's important for my physical health. It's important for my mental health. And being open to support is necessary for me to get there. Next is to identify the support that you need. It's not enough just to say, I want support or I need support. You need to be more specific. You need to ask yourself, what exactly do I need to have happen? What support do I need exactly? Do I need a listening ear or a ride to the doctor or um, some help paying for supplies? And then who is the best person to help me with that? 
When those two factors come together, that's where the magic of support happens. You don't want to just ask somebody to support you because they're there. You want to make sure they are able to give you the support that you need and that they're the right person. And once that, once you identify the support that you need and who can provide it, um, you're going to be in a good place. And then you need to ask for it. We sometimes think that people are mind readers and that they should know exactly what we need. But the reality is, is that no one's a mind reader and we don't actually know what you need. And so you need to tell people. You need to be very specific about what it is that you need. Now, they may say no, um, and that's okay. That's good information for you. But to be able to ask for the support that you need um, and then follow through with that is important. Now, if you don't ask, most likely you will not get the support that you need. Or worse, you'll get support, but support that's actually not helpful at all. And then finally, you want to set appropriate boundaries. People may try to support you in ways that are not helpful. And that's where boundaries come in. Being firm with others about what's helpful for you and what's not, what you need and what you don't need, can be empowering and also help you make sure that you will get the support that you need. At the end of every episode, I give you a plan of action that you can use starting today to put what you learned into action into your life of type 1 diabetes. And here's your plan of action for today. Number one, identify one type of support that you need. Doesn't have to be big, but just one type of support, um, big or small. Next, identify who can give you that support. Um, It could be a group of folks. It could be somebody from Facebook or from Instagram. It could be your mom or your sister or your wife or your husband or your doctor. Doesn't matter. But identify who can give it to you. And number three is ask them for it. Let them know what you need and ask them for it um, today. And see what happens. This is an experiment. You will learn something through this process. By identifying what type of support you need, who can give it to you, and asking them for it, not only will you get the support that you need, hopefully, but you'll also learn more about the process and learn how to ask for it in the most effective way possible. Thanks so much for joining me on the Live Free with T1D podcast, where I teach you how to build your diabetes management plan like a sailboat so you could have smooth sailing in your life with type 1 diabetes. And I'll see you back here next week, same time, same place. Bye for now.